integrity, a virtue of the pure, a guiding light that is always ensure that one's actions align with what is right, and to the truth one's gaze is always bright. It is the anchor of one's moral ground that keeps one steady never to be bound by the whims of the world or the lure of gain. Integrity called will always remain. It is the voice that whispers in the night to do what's right and to always fight against the temptation that would lead astray. Integrity guides to the better way. For those with integrity will always stand, tall and proud with a steady hand. For they know that in this life we are tested by the choices we make and how we've invested. So let us strive for integrity in all that we do, for it is the one true thing that will always lead us through. Welcome to Divided We Stand. I am Jimmy J, and that person whose pronouns are it and what the hell is that? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Joe, how's it going? You like that, did you? That was funny. Ah, So uh, I, I chose a specific trait tonight to uh to to concentrate on because i think it's i think it's coming to a head right uh i integrity right I, i'm george george santos he's got he's got to go right he's just i don't care anymore he's just got to go like he, he to me he stands for everything that is wrong with politics today do whatever it takes to get elected do you know no matter what no matter who you hurt, no matter what you say, let's just get elected. Doesn't matter, right? Like the mere fact that he's not out of there, Joe, is making me not like this majority already. And they haven't even freaking started. Do you not see George Santos as a product of the bigger problems in the Republican Party, the Donald Trump double down, say whatever you got to say? You had people like Carrie Lake and Dr. Oz and Herschel Walker. Uh, Thank God none of those people who were elected, but none of those people has any real integrity. That was pretty obvious. Uh, just watching those campaigns unfold. And I think the majority of people saw that and recognize that as an issue. It's why the Republicans have the weird slim majority that they do as problematic as that could be a whole episode in and of itself. But I think George Santos is really a, a product of just the overall way things uh, the, way, the way business is being done in the Republican Party in 2022, and or 2023, I should say, and it's not good, Jimmy. And again, if there's any possibility of good things happening in 2024, he's got to go, and this whole party's got to get it together. He'll, he'll be gone, and I mean, he'll be an afterthought in two more years, right? He'll be... But... Uh... You know, I, you know, earlier before before we before yeah. we uh, came on the air, I'm like, oh man, you know, normally we get fired up, we disagree a lot, and I don't know, man, we kind of agree on this one, but yeah, no, Joe, right? Like you, I, I don't see how you can just say Republican Party, right? I was not gonna go down that line, but if you're just gonna call out the Republican Party, like. Let's, let's take one thing that George Santos lied about, right? Let's take his ethnic background, which is bad, right? We don't know if he's Jewish or Brazilian. I, I mean, I don't. he could be Mexican for all I know. I don't know, right? But, I mean, if we're going to talk about lying about background, I, I mean, ethnic background, I mean, I don't think you can blame just the Republican Party. Well, she is 132nd Indian. That is a thing, <laughs> you know. Which, which registers on what scale? I'll tell you a funny story. Well, not not one that would get her any money from a casino. That's that much we do know. I had a friend, dude, who just did the 23andMe two years ago. He's got on his arm a huge tattoo of an Indian. He's got several other Native American pieces in his home. He got his 23andMe back, not Indian at all. Uh, and and in talking to his father... They just kind of, that was just the the family lore. And I think it was a similar situation with 
Miss Warren, where I think she believed she was a Native American. The difference between George Santos and Elizabeth Warren, because I see what you're doing there, and I'm sure we could go, we could go one for one all night. Uh, the difference is, I don't think anybody, I mean, I guess I've seen people on the right accuse her of it, but there's no real evidence that anything Elizabeth Warren has ever done has been off the back of her claiming to be a Native American. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there were claims. I don't remember off the top of my head, so I won't, we won't fight about that. But again, if there were integrity, if there were integrity, we would know, uh, because again, I, I, when it comes to especially right-wing media, you hear so many things that are not false. She did, in fact, come back as being 132nd Native American. I mean, that that is something, and it does show what she always had claimed, which was that one of her great-grandparents was, in fact, a Native American. So it's not like she was making it up. Again, it's not like she's ever taken part in any government program uh, and 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 profited off the idea or the claim that she's Native American, right, right? and I don't I don't think that's what about. got her elected. We're talking about integrity, right? So what else? Did, let's let's we'll move on from Senator Warren right? because that was that was a I'll admit a cheap shot there. I, I just thought it was a funny pitch. <laughs> so we'll we'll go back, you know, to to George Santos, right? He he lied about what college? Yeah. Right where he where he where he used to work? Yeah. Right, Wall Street. I think he said never worked on Wall Street. His grandparents were Holocaust survivors. I mean, that was awful, right? That's yeah. just an awful lie. Yeah, right? where he stands on policies. Right? Who else that's you got? Where, I, I'm assuming you've got other Democrats that you're gonna. That you're uh, gonna. J- just hold on, right there. You know, you'll be surprised at this one. Hold on. I'm not a fraud. I'm not a, a criminal who defrauded the entire country and made up this fictional character and ran for Congress. Graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only needed 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student. Hell, I might be president now if it weren't for the fact I said my, uh, I had an uncle who was a coal miner. Turned out I didn't have anybody in the coal mines, you know what I mean? Really? I tried that crap. I was appointed to the academy in 1965. I'm up for re-election this year and I'm going to remind everybody what I did at home, which is going to cost me politically. I, when I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans benefits. I meant every single solitary thing. Yeah, I set that up. I'm not gonna lie. That was that was a great setup, but it's true. He lied about. I mean, he's lied about everything, man. I don't know when in his political career he hasn't been caught lying. So right? you've you what you've done is you've taken three instances where he's made claims that are not or that are beyond stretching the truth in in some way, shape, or form uh, over a 40 year career, and that's fine. Uh, politicians shouldn't lie. They should always be telling the truth. That said, I'm going to ask why you weren't outraged by Donald Trump's 30,000 lies in four years. I've always been outraged by Donald Trump's 30,000 lies in four years. I've never been quiet about that. I've always said I've hated his, you know, the way he is. I'm from, I've said it a million times, man. New Yorkers know the way the Trump families are. I'm from New York. I've never... Look, I liked his policies, right? I liked what he did for the country, whether it be him or the tide from, you know, you know how people say presidents ride the tide? Whether it be him, whether it be Obama, I don't know. I don't care. When he was president, the country was doing a lot better than it is now. I mean, I don't think anybody can say otherwise. And if you are, and if you do, you have lack of integrity, (laughs) right? Until COVID hit, until COVID hit, Joe, nobody was complaining about their wallets. Nobody was complaining about the price of gas. Nobody was complaining about the price of food. Nobody was complaining about the price of home eating oil. Nobody was complaining about losing your gas stoves. We were also in a lockdown. (laughs) I said prior to COVID. 
Well, what was prior to COVID? I mean, COVID- Three years of the Trump administration of prosperity. He took office in what? The beginning of 2019? No, I'm sorry. When he won the election in 2016. Never yeah. mind. All right. All right. Yeah. I was thinking 28. I don't know what I was thinking. That's all right, man. Did, did, did you go out on the front porch before the show? I didn't. I didn't. I should have because uh, I didn't know. I didn't know you were going to. I didn't know you were setting me up for this. Here, no. look, I'll just hold on. I'll just say this again. You can you can say that you were outraged by it, but you weren't. You really weren't. And most Republicans weren't. And so again, we're gonna nitpick the four times Joe Biden lied and we're gonna okay. be really outraged by it. We're gonna we're gonna compare a situation where this old clown, and clearly that's what he is, uh, had classified documents in three odd places years later, uh, as opposed to a guy who lied to the National Archives about having turned in documents. You know, it, we're, we're comparing apples and oranges here. Um, and and, and it's, it, it's only um, because he's currently in office that, uh, that it really matters. I, I honestly don't think we are comparing apples and oranges here, right? Because I read the statutes to you the other day, right? And one of them is uh, about securing classified documents. And in all retrospect, Trump's documents were actually secure. They weren't. They Stop that. The Secret Service was guarding them. I mean, that is a lot more secure than in a locked closet. There's, there's still question about whether or not he sold. There's some question about whether he sold and or shared intelligence, specifically now uh, we're talking about the Saudi government who— uh, shortly after Jared Kushner went and visited Saudi Arabia, uh, you'll recall they went and and killed and or arrested all of their uh, political enemies in Saudi Arabia. One has to assume that intelligence probably came from our own CIA. And if it did, if it came from like Trump's administration, then I will be the first one to say lock him up, man. Yeah. Right. I, I, first one. I'll look forward to that. I'll start the chant like he did against Hillary. I'll remind you when that day comes. I don't know if you if you also saw, you know, the guy who um, headed the FBI investigation, McGonagall, uh, uh, was arrested. Uh, and as it turns out, he's a Russian asset and has been working as a Russian asset right through the whole Russia hoax. Uh, he was the, he was trying to pressure Comey to make uh, Hillary Clinton look bad to help Donald Trump get uh, to get elected. Now, we know all of this is true. And so uh, all this nonsense about the FISA court and spying on the Trump campaign, this was all about hiring Paul Manafort, a wanted man in Ukraine, a friend of the Russian government. And uh, again, now things are becoming a little bit clearer as to what was actually happening in 2016, which is amazing. Oh, continue, please. I am, you know, I thought this was Joe's, you know, the flip side of Joe Aguirre here. No, this hey, is uh, well, this is literally it. This is a news let, story let that that barely lasted twenty four hours in the news cycle for some reason. A huge story, and no one's talking about it today. Well, that's Steve because we got the great uniter, right? Who promised to unite the country and then goes on TV and just trashes half the country, right? We have. The administration constantly lying, well, constantly did lie about inflation, right? It wasn't going to happen. And then it was transit. And then it was, you know, Russia, even though the price prices started going up a year prior to Russia invading. But, we but it's also it. been happening across the entire price, right? world. So, until, again, any suggestion you know, that it's start believing it, right? Any we'll, suggestion we'll that, that it's uh, that it's uh, specific to America or caused by Joe Biden has already been completely debunked. Right. He was lied about. Af he lied about Afghanistan when he wasn't. He said he wasn't advised. General Milley testified under friggin uh, uh, oath. That Donald Trump cut right. a deal with the Taliban. That's where it all went wrong. Let's he be honest here. The, the first Florida bill that came out saying that it don't, that, you know, that don't say gay bill. You and I debunked that on this very show. Right. Joe, the point, I don't even care. Right. It doesn't even matter to me. I'm not like the wait. Number one, the. the 
does anybody trust the FBI now for whatever reason? No. I do. I, 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 I trust the FBI the over Russia. Right? The DOJ. I mean, it's now becoming, well, and I'm not saying they're untrustworthy, but it's so politicized now that it, people are having a very hard time trusting in these. No, people are saying it's politicized because they don't like the results of the investigations. The who's who? What investigations have they done? They they've letting everybody off the hook. Everybody's getting left off the hook. Is that what they're not liking? Because they're going to let Trump off the hook when it comes to these documents. I mean, if you think he's going to jail, you're an idiot. <laughs> I, no, I, he's going to go to jail though for what he did on January sixth. I, I I don't think so, man. I really don't. Well, there's there's a special counsel who's working on that as we speak. There's so I would counsel for everything. Man. There is a hundred percent, and that's how that's how it should be. And the difference is, you notice Democrats aren't trying to undermine the special counsel like Republicans did, even though that special counsel was a Republican. Oh my God! Give me a break, please. No, Am I wrong? Already, they've already played their hand, and they've already obstructed the investigations from the word go. As soon as they heard about these things, they're, like, burning stuff. They're sending lawyers in the freaking that are unauthorized to even look for these documents. The DOJ is just going, yeah, go ahead. We don't need to do it. We're just going to let you guys handle your own investigation. And you want to know why people don't trust it? People don't trust it because Republican politicians keep trying to convince them that the FBI is the bad guys. It's an it's a curious position to be in for the you know I, the I, back the blue people suddenly don't back the blue anymore. It's a why? again why? It, it speaks to the why? lack of integrity. So it's Republicans making Merrick Garland go out there and say, yeah, no, we're going to let that because Merrick Garland said that we did refuse the FBI going in. He, he refused that, and they said, no, no, the Biden team can handle it. That, that was a Republican. No, no, that was Merrick Garland, right? That, that was the attorney general appointed by, <laughs> appointed by freaking uh, uh, and, and sworn in by an all-Democratic freaking Congress that he said, no, no, we won't send the FBI to search the rest of the home, the house. We'll let you guys do it. Oops, we found more. Okay, well. Now we got to send the FBI in. Again, you've got a trustworthy person who is willingly cooperating with the FBI as opposed to the other guy who didn't. It does. Oh, it definitely does. It absolutely doesn't. That's the reason you're seeing a different procedure. Or are they going to let you hold? You know, it's funny. You you guys, hold on. You guys act like, again, that the idea that the idea that Donald Trump, the idea that Donald Trump didn't cooperate with the National Archives and had to have Mar-a-Lago raided to get him back is somehow the same as Joe Biden finding documents and handing them back in. These are very different situations. I don't know how else to explain this to you. I, they're not different situations. They're only, they're very different situations. You know what? They're only, the only thing they have in common is that it's classified documents. That's the that? only thing. I'll give you that. Right? They're only different after the fact. And the fact was a crime was committed by both frigging people. By both. Right, and I've said Donald Trump on. took right, no, thirty oh, boxes on. of documents to Mar-a-Lago. That's hold not on. the same as Joe Biden leaving a couple of documents here or there. That's not in the his, same thing at garage. all. You're right. You're absolutely right. In his garage, or in his other house, or in another office. One was intentional, Jimmy. One was intentional, and one was uh, one was accidental. Yeah, those are not the same. <laughs> no, it's actually been proven. That you cannot, you're not allowed to leave freaking certain areas with classified documents when you're a U.S. senator. How right, and we it, don't we don't know how it, it happened. Extremely intentional and deliberate. There's no other way around that. That's an accusation. I, I don't I don't know that you can support that with any evidence at all. Well, sir, somebody who's handled classified documents, I kind of got him an idea. When I can't bring, I can't, dude. They've done everything but strip search me. When you leave freaking classified areas, man. Trust me well, on this one. They should I, be. They clearly should be searching Joe Biden whenever he leads classified areas, <laughs> because 
it seems that guy can't leave a room without classified documents in his pockets. I don't oh know why God. that is. Like, now, look it. Now, if you guys... Now, I, I, I seem to recall you, you specifically, not, you know, Democrats versus Republicans, but Joe versus Jimmy, fighting me on the cognitive uh, abilities of our current president. And you're like, no, he's good to go. He's sharp as a tack there, Jimmy. And now you're saying, oh, look at, you know, he could have forgot. No, Joe. No, look at the crime. Wait, so, so right? who's right about his cognitive abilities? Are you conceding I'm right that he's sharp as a tack and then there's no excuse for it, so it has to be intentional? Or were you right that he is, uh, he's uh, as, as dull as a $5 bill? And uh, uh, still, you know, six years ago. Yeah. And even like maybe even 30. Who knows? Right. But the fact of the matter is, and you can't nobody can refute this. I don't understand how you can try to refute this. A crime was committed. I read you the statutes last week. Two of them. Yeah. Two statutes making it illegal for what he done. Both of them. Both of them. Right. So it doesn't matter. After the fact, it matters only in sentencing, right? All right, he was a good to go, so I'll give him a linear sentence. A linear, you know, what's the word? A lean, linear? Lean, uh, yeah, a lenient. Lean, a more lenient. There you go. A more lenient. Is that what you got there, man? You got some bourbon? That's ginger ale. It, it looked a little dark to be ginger ale, my friend. Didn't <laughs> no, uh, uh, that only matters in, in, in sentencing. The right. crime is the crime, period, right? It doesn't matter how nice of a guy you are. You still committed a crime. And you always say I go to extreme, so I'm not going to go to extreme. If you go bump off a gas station, it doesn't matter how nice you are to the guy. Hey, man. I know it I'm does. Sorry about it. It does. If you pistol whipped, if you pistol whipped a clerk, it's right? different than if I you just go in and threaten them. Gun in your face and stealing you, but I'm gonna. I need to take all your money, man. Is it? You know, I'm. I'm gonna need to. And then I go and I spend the money on whatever I need to spend it on. You know what? I feel bad, so I'm gonna go to the cops and I'm gonna go. You know, hey guys, hey, I went and I held this store up by gunpoint. I took the money. I spent it, but I was really nice about it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm turning myself in. I don't think a cop in the world is going to be like, go ahead. See you later, buddy. I mean, that's not stretching. You know, that's not over, you know, that's not blowing up to the extreme. It is a little bit. Um, <laughs> it is a little bit. I don't, I don't, I don't see that comparison at all. Again, these yeah, are different. You're a liberal, but go on. These are different situations, again, in in how they're being dealt with and with the actual intention. Uh, Lindsey Graham himself said that he doesn't believe there was any nefarious intention on the part of uh, Joe Biden. He said he felt the same way about Mike Pence and about Donald Trump. And, you know, Lindsey Graham isn't one to lie. So let's just take him at his word and uh, let's assume that nobody did anything bad here. Again, I I will point out that anybody who wasn't upset about classified documents three months ago, four months ago, you've got no case here. You really don't. It's a good they're, point, man. It's they're not going to listen. They're not going to do anything about Joe Biden, especially because he's in office, and you can't indict a sitting president. So even if you felt as if uh, there was a crime that was committed. There's nothing you could do about it now anyway until he left office. No, that's very true. But I'm trying, like, somebody asked me a question, like, can you convict a person for what he did as vice president? Because you can't even convict him as president. Not while he's, you can't, you not can't indict a sitting not president. While he's sitting, you can't bring charges against a sitting president unless Congress does it through in the impeachment process. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And then it's only a crime if the Senate convicts. Well, right. Uh, and, and of course, the Senate could could convict and, and remove Oust him. Uh, from office. But again, you don't have the votes for that now at all. So it's not going to happen. And so, again, if, if I were you guys, uh, just some advice. I'd get off the integrity wagon. I'd stop talking about classified documents. I'd probably focus back in on that laptop 
There's got to be something on that laptop for you. Just later. like the Russia hoax. I got, <laughs> I got you, man. Well, there's, again, there's more coming out of that again, every day. Again, I, just I think this it's week, be a neck and neck. Agent McGonagall, uh, who was heading up the Trump Russia investigation, we found out the guy was working for Russian oligarchs uh, and has I been arrested. The other day. And yeah, that should have been a bigger story. I'm not sure how or why it got swept under the rug. Again, to me, it speaks to the fact that the mainstream liberal media, as everybody calls it, does a terrible job because that's all anybody should be talking about right now. Well, I mean, their ratings are in the toilet, so maybe they do do a terrible job. I, you know what? I actually watch them, and I didn't see it on there either. <laughs> I think I saw it on it, like it, or something. It like was that. literally a, an odd blip on the radar, and for the life of me, I, I can't figure out why. Again, I'll go back to what Bob Mueller said about Trump Russia and about Donald Trump. He said uh, if he could say that the president hadn't committed a crime, he would have said that, and he didn't say that. Uh, he also then quickly pointed out that he was working under the statute that he cannot bring charges against a sitting president. It seemed like he was telling Congress, I think this guy broke the law, but it's going to be on you guys through the impeachment process to go ahead and do something about it. The fact that the Democrats mishandled the first Trump impeachment badly um, to me, is luck, because he should have been out on his arse uh, as soon as that went down. That's what Bob Mueller actually said. And Robert Barr went as far as he could to protect Donald Trump, including uh, by missummarizing what the Mueller report said to the point where Bob Mueller felt the need to come speak publicly about what he actually did say, at which point, you're again, he explained me. that the president wasn't not guilty. You're telling me yes. that Adam Schiff would not have brought impeachment charges up the second he had the slightest, and he would not, I mean, like, they should have slam dunked him on absolutely nothing. Like, the one that they did get him on was, that was sketchy at best, man. And I'll tell you why. Not because what, you know, what he did, you might think is right or wrong. I don't care about that. The point I'm making is Joe Biden literally did the same thing. We're still talking about the two, the two same people. It's hilarious, right? Uh, he literally did the same thing. And yet he went on TV and bragged about it. And nobody cared. Nobody cared. He literally withheld aid until he got what he wanted, right? No matter what it was. I don't care. It could have been a freaking popsicle. Right, he could have been requesting a freaking lollipop, and he withheld aid, aid, until he got it. That's a quid pro quo. I'm like, sorry, who did that? Joe Biden, as vice president, he bragged about it. If you if you want me to pull up the video, I can. I, I mean, again, I mean, I'm sorry to tell you, but as the vice president, he's not in any position to quid pro quo anybody. Although he was put in charge by President Obama to spearhead the the Ukrainian effort. So it was his decision, according to President Obama. But you, you cover for him if you want. The man went on television and bragged about how he withheld aid until he got— Paul paid. Manafort literally got a pro-Russian president, president of the United States elected, right now, elected I, I in mean, 2012 in Ukraine. It's the reason—it's the reason literally president. all of this happened because of Paul Manafort, who— would two years later end up as the president's campaign manager. Uh, that's shady. When we talk about the corrupt government of the Ukraine, we're referring to that administration, the one that Paul Manafort got elected that eventually fled, the one that eventually fled the country. Man, fled the country. Right? Tell, tell, say the truth this time. For decades, we've been talking about the corrupt Ukrainians. So... It's not just under the freaking Donald. All of a sudden, they're corrupt under one. No, but all of a sudden, it was time to start yeah, playing ball with those the guys. One of the more ridiculous statements you've ever made on this show. Oh, I don't. I 100% disagree with that. Like what? That Ukraine only became corrupt under under the Donald Trump administration? Well, they got they got corrupt in 2012 when Russia more or less took over with the help of Paul Manafort, Donald Trump's eventual campaign manager. That's a fact. I don't know how else I could explain that to you. And then when Obama that really and, happened. Uh, and, and Biden just said, yeah, go ahead. 
They didn't stop them. They didn't do anything to stop them. They didn't even try. Well, I don't know that they. I don't know that they didn't not they, try. What did they do? Um, they, they asked them not not do it, and that aid. that didn't work. Right? They probably at that they point humanitarian aid. That's what they said. Humanitarian aid, which means, hey, sorry guys, but we'll we'll help you out after the fact. After you guys get crushed, we'll help you out after the fact. They did nothing. They did nothing to stop it. Well, I mean, why are we even talking about Crimea? I mean, we, there's a bigger things in Ukraine and Crimea than, than than Paul Manafort. The fact that our United States government said, "Yeah, go ahead, just just, just go ahead, let them." Just no, nobody said nothing. go ahead, let them. Nobody said that. Nothing. They, That's they not true. A clear signal. Here, guys. Here's some blankets and some food for after. They didn't send any weapons. They sent nothing, and then. And then he goes on television and brags about how he withheld aid. So, so John Bolton, John Bolton just said last week, John Bolton pointed out last week that President uh, Donald Trump was trying to weaken NATO and plan to leave NATO to make things easier for Russia to invade Ukraine and the other satellite states. So your boy boy Trump was in on this from the get-go. It's the reason he hired Paul Manafort. In this fictitious world that never friggin' happened. World War III exactly what happened. Though the Constitution didn't fall under Trump. The United I don't States know about that. Into, you know, friggin', uh, into a dictatorship. Again, this is a president, friggin a former president, who's talked about overturning, anybody, overturning the Constitution. But they did under Obama when Biden was vice president, and they did when he was president. It's like, just not true. You're ju- you're just not. saying things now. It's not true. Russia didn't. It's not true, but but well, hold on. But hold we on, listen. No, no, we do on. have Russia we do have a phone call where the president of the United States did threaten to withhold necessary aid to Ukraine, and it's exactly the way things ended up playing out. And it's the reason Russia was able to invade Ukraine. This all falls on Donald Trump, just like the terrible deal with Afghanistan. I know you guys want to blame it all on the Democrats, but you you can't you can't set the table and serve the meal and then blame it on the Democrats. You guys got to stop doing that. That's why you don't have integrity. Number one, I've actually said that it was under Trump that who started the conversations, right? Now, what did we agree on on those conversations, though, too, Joe? I don't know. He he literally literally freed the head of the Taliban. Right? He literally freed the head of the Taliban. He was advised by his military experts not to do it, and he didn't. He did that not once, but twice he listened. Twice. And he didn't do it. So did he set the table? Yep, you're 100% right. You got me dead to rights. Good job. But did he freaking serve the meal? He didn't do anything after that. He served the table. It was another man's decision. It was another person. The withdrawals had already started. Hold Hold on. After he was advised by every military person he could find not to do it, then lies about it, and then lied about it. It's not, and you still, you still want to sit there and talk about Trump. Yes. Okay, that's fine, right? That, that you can talk about Trump all you want. I think it's getting a little old, though, that when right. Trump does something and then Biden does it even more, that it's still Trump. Like, it's getting old, man. Like, I don't know where you got, like, I'm sorry. I really am. You guys had the golden goose. You what were you saying about integrity again? I forget. Right? You could blame everything. You could blame every character flaw from every friggin' human being in the world to include Adolf Hitler on Trump. Because you have, right? I mean, but come on. Come on, man. I, my, my grandparents were coal miners. I worked as a trucker. I went to this college. I did this. Nothing. I didn't, I didn't want to do that. Uh, gun control. Donald Trump is a fascist who tried to overthrow the government of the United States on January 6th. That's the only thing you guys should be looking to investigate, and it's the one thing you're trying to bury, and it's sad. What I, you know what? I've always said, and you and I, and you do it too, right? To give you your credit, we've always said we wait until the facts come out. 
Well, the facts of January 6th are out, and they're damning as hell. Well, and you guys you, decided you guys decided to ignore it. The charges are coming. Again. Okay. Then when the charges come and I see what they are, I'm going to be like, okay, lock them up. I've always said that. If the, I, well, I look forward to that very much. Have I always said that or have I not? Yeah, but I, I, okay. it's... Again, if you if you had oh, watched on. the January sixth committee, this you would understand the horrible things that had happened. Integrity, right? So here's my integrity. It's going to be tested. It's going to be tested if he's found guilty and there's crimes and there's charges. Lock him up, and I'll be the first one to say it. And then what are you going to say? Well, I can say lock up Biden all I want to. And then what are you going to say? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, I don't really care. Again, you you what's good for you is good for you community. seem to you think that I care about Joe Biden in you know, some way. You seem to think I care about Joe Biden the way you guys care about Donald Trump, well, and it's just it's I'll just it's all not right. a thing. I I don't care. Look, if you want to put him in jail for all those classified, I, I don't really don't care. Uh, it does it does it doesn't do anything to me. It, it really doesn't. It doesn't upset me to hear bad That's things about Joe about Biden. Trump too, man. I don't... Ah, maybe for you, but not for most other people in your party. And that's again, it's an it's a, an integrity issue, because if if most of the party had any integrity, that guy would already be gone, and he would be an afterthought. And we wouldn't. Again, this all this conversation started with us talking about George Santos, and George Santos watched four years of Donald Trump. Why would I resign? I could just keep saying I'm not going to do it. I'm not, and I'll deny everything, and I'll make the rush of money that I'm making here, and everything will be good. Just like Biden. Hey, man, he's got a great leader in that freaking Oval Office to take notes from. Because you know what? I don't see much difference. But, hey, we're going to take a short break here because I went over my time, and I'm going to cut Joe off before he can say anything else. I am going to play a small commercial, and then we'll come back with Joe Aguirre's flip side. Do you want to start your own podcast or live stream show? At Clovercrest Media Group, we can help you create a show to run on CT Politics TV. From concept to development and production, let the pros at CMG assist you in getting your voice heard. At CMG, we'll also help you build your audience on social media as well as train on how to become a broadcast professional. To learn more or to set up a free consultation, Visit us at clovercrestmedia.com. Comes to integrity, the Republican Party does not have any. It's the reason their base is dying from COVID at a four to one rate over Democrats. Another conservative talking head died from COVID this week, joining hundreds of thousands of others. But you guys are concerned about a handful of people who may have died from a vaccine. The same group that's convinced Joe Biden never left the basement when he beat Trump in 2020 are also convinced that Sleepy Joe rigged that election while he was battened down in his mom's basement. The logic is as weak as the evidence on that one. The Republicans are planning to investigate Anthony Fauci and science in general because they can't admit they're wrong. You call liberals snowflakes, but you melt down over what kind of shoes the computer-generated TV commercial M&Ms are wearing. <laughs> you guys are acting like it's an assault on American values because you're no longer attracted to the green M&M. <laughs> Man, Tucker Carlson is really having fits about this on his nightly show. Not the debt, not inflation, not even Hunter Biden's laptop. The fake outrage is hard to take seriously. I mentioned how silly it was Republicans would suddenly care about the handling of classified documents. Well, here's more fake outrage. The Dow cut 2,000 jobs globally. That does not mean in the United States. Someone's going to have to explain what globally means to Jim Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you constantly talk about the grooming of children to the liberal agenda. It's That's almost wrong. this wrong one. You're one back. Go to the grooming one. 
Where did I put the grooming one? You don't have pick 10? Oh, it's hilarious. All right. Just stick right. there for a minute. No, it's all good. Uh, it's almost like you don't use abuse and grooming uh, on children yourself. It's a deflection. Another classic GOP move. Lauren Bulbert literally referred to the insurrection as Independence Day on January 6, 2021. The evidence is overwhelming if you're interested in consuming it. So while the Republican Congress will investigate Hunter Biden's laptop and Anthony Fauci and Merrick Garland in obvious witch hunts, they'll continue to prove their complete lack of integrity. This is the same party that wants you to support Russia and doubt the FBI. I mean, take that in for a minute. Run up the debt with tax giveaways to billionaires and corporations. Complain about the debt you created when a Democrat becomes president and falsely blame the debt on Social Security and Medicare, holding the economy hostage to forced cuts. That would have been unheard of before this current group of traitors hijacked the GOP. Now, they've even convinced you that fascists are the good guys. Here's a quick history lesson. Fa. Nope. There you go. Fa. That's the fascist. That's Hitler. Antifa. That's FDR. He was anti-fascist. <laughs> Antifa only means you're anti-fascist. It's not a secret organization. They don't have meetings. Well, they had this meeting. <laughs> they just believe in democracy and freedom. When faced with the challenge of Adolf Hitler and fascism, FDR once said, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. It's loading. I forgot it. I'm coming. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And stupid! We should be shared, scared shitless of stupid. That is today's GOP, and that is why we've got serious problems in this country. Are you waiting for me to say something? Because I really can on that one. Yeah, that was good stuff, wasn't it? No, that was great. That was great. Like, this one cracks me up. Yes. Right? Like, I, I, I mean, look it. I understand, you know. Actually, I don't. I, I just she's just dumb. <laughs> she also, uh, yeah. while they were hold on, while they were moving the speaker from the chamber, uh, she was live tweeting Nancy Pelosi's whereabouts to Twitter. Look at if she's an idiot. We've all known that. But she's a criminal and was trying to have trying to get Nancy Pelosi killed. Okay, if she wants to follow somebody. Like, I don't understand, look at man, I don't understand how that's Trump's fault. If she wants to believe in this guy like he's the freaking messiah, that makes her a freaking idiot, more so than him. Now, I'm not saying he's not an idiot, but that's more upon her. You don't think the cult leader's responsible? Hold on, we need to start holding people responsible for their choices that they make, right? If Trump is this cult leader, which everybody seems to think he is, Okay, but then you got to blame the cult a little bit for following this chucklehead. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So enough about Trump being like this Messiah guy because he's not, right? He's nobody. He's, he's going to be a blip on the radar in two years, right? So here's my, here's my prediction, by the way. If he doesn't, which I hope he doesn't win the primary, but if he doesn't win the primary, he'll be in the news for the next six months. And that'll be it. He'll be gone. He'll disappear. If he does win, if he, he won't win the election, and he'll be gone. At that point, he's going to be too friggin' old. And he know, he's not going to try to make a, a third run. He'll be too old, and he'll know it by then. So we've only got like two and a half more years of us tops, I'm hoping. <laughs> but that's my prediction right there. I can live with that, Jimmy. No, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, don't I know. Me. I hate to say it, but if, if, if we got to do two more years of this guy and that's going to be the end of it, I'm fine with it. You know, I, I honestly think, and what, I mean, how old is he now? 79? Yeah. Right? He's 79 now. And so in two more years, he'll be 90 or 81. If he loses, 85, no way. Right? Two and a half more years, and that's all we got. Now, he might stay, he'll try to stay relevant by backing some. Uh, uh, some people and stuff like that, but he two and a half more years and we'll be gone. We'll be done with Trump. 
one way or the other, right? Because, I mean, I honestly, if he runs, I don't think whatsoever he's going to win, If he get, even if he gets the nomination, which is sad, yeah. which is sad because if Biden, this half-conscious, half-sentient being could be the president of the United States again at the age of, what is he going to be, 84? Yeah, and again, don't forget, he didn't leave his basement and was able to beat Trump. Imagine if he would have campaigned. I mean, you know what? You know what should have happened? Trump should have went around with this guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, normally you have the clicker to control. I like having the clicker now. It's fun, <laughs> isn't it? I can do that. It's cool. What do you think about uh, what do you think about the war on M and M's? Is it justified? Are are the M and M's getting to be too gay at this point? Are we sending mixed signals to China through the M and M's? I don't know about China. I don't. But I, I do feel like <laughs> there is uh, for this one in particular. Right, I think it was they took away the boots and the femininity and made it like more androgynous, right? I think that's what the complaint was. Yeah. Okay. I, I honestly do think there is a unintentional, and, and I say that, I say it's an unintentional assault on women, to be honest with you. Uh, I think what they're trying to do is to to uh, stop sexualizing uh, females. And, and that went along with, uh, even though she's an M&M, she's a female M&M, why does she have to be sexy? These are the same people who, okay. when, the, when the space, hold on, the Space Jam movie came out a couple years ago, uh, and Babs Bunny wasn't all sexy hot, and the, the same group of people freaked out about it. And it's like, do you want to have sex with a cartoon bunny? Well, that's what I'm saying. How is that sexy? <laughs> I don't know. That is like Tucker Carlson is consumed by the idea that that Eminem is not sexy anymore. And I don't, I don't, I don't I understand. understand. What you're saying, man. But I think he's using the Eminem. As oh, I the, bet he is. <laughs> Melts in your hands. Melts in your hand for sure. <laughs> I think he's using that as this symbol of attack on women. I mean, look at it, man. Women had a fight, right? This is all we heard about for, for years, and, and it was true. Glass ceilings, women had to fight and fight to get where they were. They weren't even allowed to vote for a while, for God's sakes. I mean, they were second-class citizens. They, I mean, it was, it was rough for women. It was. Yep. And now they're come up, right? Now they got their come up. You got the first female vice president who happens to be black as well. Right. Great. Awesome. I mean, glass ceilings shattering. And now we're going to say, no, no, no. These guys can do it as well. Like, I don't. Like, I don't. I mean, I don't understand that. If you're a feminist, if you're a woman, how could you. How, how could you be? I don't understand how you could be OK with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody told me that Joe Aguirre is now Asian, I'm going to be like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> Joe Aguirre is not Asian. Right, the I'm hold sure on, he's got a bigger penis than me, so he that's hilarious. Um, that is, we're going right to that stereotype. I, I love mean, it. Might as well, dude. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing: it's not like the Eminem isn't a woman anymore, or that because she's wearing sneakers that she's a gym teacher lesbian or something, right? Uh, she just changed her footwear for crying out loud. I think. Here's I going, think. Man. Tucker Carlson's reading into this a little too much. I wasn't going to say this in the sheer hopes that I didn't seem like a, a male chauvinist pig here. Here we go. Yep. But women are sexy. Women are beautiful, right? If you look, if you take a, a photograph of a naked woman, right, and a naked male, and you unsexualize it, just unsexualize it in your head for a second, what is the prettier form? In all honesty, women. Uh, that's have a, very I mean, subjective. It, it, I mean, is it? A, of course it is. But come on, I don't. I don't know a lot of people that would disagree with me, right? the The female body is a friggin' work of art. It's beautiful. It's everything that it should be. It, yes. 
In but we're talking. Is, but we're talking about M and M's. I understand. I understand that. But I'm yeah. saying that the male body is pretty ugly, right? And, and yeah. Right. This is just my opinion. You can take it or leave it. You can agree or not agree with it. So why wouldn't women want to be empowered by that? Because women do feel a lot of women feel empowered by that, not to use their sexuality, but that they are, and women and men desire them, and it's a great thing. I, I don't understand what's wrong with it. I really don't. If I could be desired and know it, I would love it. Yeah, you I, might I not if I'm you not were. I'm not complain about it, man. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to complain about being wanted. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to complain about women looking at me and being like, wow, he's really good looking. I'm, oh my God. No, I'm not going to complain about that, bro. It's just not, I'm just not going to. This could be a topic for another time as far as why uh, and how women want to use their feminism and don't want to be judged uh, or or have comments made about their looks or told that they should smile more, sweetheart, stuff like that. It just, you know, women don't like that anymore. And they're just asking people to stop. And people like Tucker Carlson are using M&Ms to perpetuate that. Don't, 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 don't conflate. With, don't conflate that with what I said with. You're conflating classified documents with murder. I think I could conflate M&Ms. I just did it with robbing a gas station. How right. Like, yes. I know. Classified documents, national security, robbing a convenience store. I know that robbing a convenience store. Women, so listen, women not wanting to be so catcalled and M&M's not wanting to be catcalled, I guess are similar. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying to go out and catcall. I'm not. You don't think it's a little bit weird, the obsession about M&M's and about Babs I Bunny or being upset M&M. that the rapist skunk got left out of the movie? Like, I mean, symbol, come on. As a symbol. Yeah, that oh, rapist are it welcome. Why would anybody hate that? Femininity. <laughs> right? I mean, look. Both of those M&Ms are adorable. The one it's on the right is, right? is... It's a feminine M&M. And now we don't want it to be feminine. Why don't we no, want we it do. to be feminine? We do. We just don't want to... We don't want to want to have sex with it. Why? Do you really want to have sex with that, Joe? Honestly. Does, that thing? Do does, you really want to have does sex? Does the M&M on the right... Does the M&M on the right look any sexier than the one on the left, honestly? I no, mean, really? It doesn't matter. It, that's my point. It doesn't friggin' matter. So but it does. So if you portray something as feminine, and it doesn't matter, then who cares? But it does to Tucker Carlson because it, he's convinced that you know what, Joe? M&Ms are woke, and we, they're trying to get us to like whatever or something or other, and it's insane. Right here on this show, man, breaking news: Tucker has gone woke. He cares about the green M and M's very much so, and what they look like. I just oh think that's God. too much. And again, I think it speaks to the lack of integrity. It speaks to the idea of, even though we know that this isn't true that this doesn't mean what we pretend it means, we're going to make it an issue. And I, and I hate to point this out to you, because we've talked about this with the November 8th election, but th- this dalliance into the culture war, it's, it's a loser for the Republicans. I've already explained this, but both uh, independent women who went three to one Democrat and young people who I think went like eight to one uh, in favor of Democrats— those demographics are getting bigger every day. There's more and more 18 to 24-year-olds who are going to become Democrats. And the, the longer that the Republicans, or even right-wing I media, I should say— why. I wonder why, man. The more they waited to this ridiculous culture war where, for some reason, again, it seems the transgenders are always the one being attacked here— uh, I, I don't think that it's long-term going to be very good for Republicans. It's not. Right? I agree with you 100%. The Republican Party is going to diminish greatly because the freaking Democrats just keep handing all these young kids everything, and that's all they want. That's all they care about. They could care less. They could care less about any of the policies set forth by any administration on either side of the aisle as long as they keep getting their free stuff. What is the free stuff they're getting? And that, well, we're trying to get free college. Why wouldn't they vote for that? Right? They're trying to get all this crap. Right? 
So why wouldn't you? I would too. Give me freaking $10,000 off my debt. I'll vote for you. I got a house. Give me, take 10 grand off my freaking principal. My interest would go down. Well, that's another issue for these young people is the, the affordability of homes is completely out of their reach Why as well. Why for young people, man? I have a hard time affording my house. I'm not that goddamn young. And the difference is only the Democrats seem to care about it, and only the Democrats That's are right. really all making a push Democrats towards the affordable. I mean, again, it is ridiculous statement I've ever freaking heard, dude. Listen, if oh, if you, know you wanna, I promise you, if you wanna on, ignore the fact that you're losing bigly with young I people, go right ahead. But it's a fact. The Republican Party cares about affordable housing just as much. I promise you. They're just going about it in different ways, right? And this is what it is. And again, Joe, right? This is a great circle around. Good job, buddy. This is what politics should be, right? Hey, guys, we all agree that affordable housing is an issue. How do we come to a compromise from this angle and this angle, from the right and left, obviously, to make it happen, to make it better? But that's not what's happening right now, Joe. That's not what's happening. What's this? What this is what's happening, and you know it. You're awful. You're bad. You're a liar. I'm not working with you. You suck. You suck. F you. F you. You're cool. Yeah, I mean that's. These guys are trying to ban stoves. Like no, no one's no one's trying to do that at all. It's something that is being created. It's all right wing media. It's this is this is much like Hunter Biden's laptop. This is some weird obsession by the right, and they're trying to convince people it's true. While people on the left are like, we don't know what the hell you're talking about, honestly. Kathy Holcomb came out and said banning gas, proposes ban on natural gas in New York. Kathy Holcomb signs legislation packaging to, or yeah, package to fight. Oh, that's a gun law one, excuse me. New York Governor Kathy Holcomb proposes banning natural gas stoves. Where, where are you, hold on. Tell Kathy me where, what, what, are, what are the sites the you're getting these from? Stoves. The Daily Free Beacon? The Washington the Examiner, the New York Post. The, there you go. The New York right. Post. So you're 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 looking at far right wing publications. National Review. There is another one. Yep. Find one that's not w- hard right. W. That's a local New York one. I don't know which side of the aisle they fall. I on. can guess which side. Right. I I'm just saying, man. There's many a freaking articles on Twitter. I mean, look. Uh, Yes, I'm sure there are, but it's not true. (laughs) I'm just saying, man, if it's out there. Right, that's what you guys do. You just say things that aren't true and you perpetuate the the lies. Yeah. I read the article, right? And here's what it said. Well, it's not happening. That's all I can tell you. I'll tell you what it said because it's not what you think it said. It wasn't uh, this coup against natural gas. Right. It didn't even, you know, it wasn't even talking about emissions in this article. It was talking about the rise in asthma cases in children because of the methane and is in the in you know the pilot light you know there's always gas coming out of your gas stoves, right? To maintain the pilot light, they're causing it's causing more asthma. That's what the article was about. It wasn't about greenhouse and stuff like that. So you got me dead to rights there, right? It wasn't about this whole uh, 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 climate change thing, right? It was yeah. about a medical condition in children. However, they do want to ban, she does want to ban the, the, sale, the selling of gas stoves starting in 2030. Okay. So you can't say that it's not true. Now, is it for the reasons that the Republicans are saying it for? No, right? Is it for the Green New Deal? No. Is that portion of it being uh, dishonest? Sure. But yes. does she want to ban the gas stoves? Yes. Does she have a legit reason? It sounds like she does. But again, I haven't heard any 50-50 on this one. Outside of Kathy Hochul, I haven't heard another Democrat talk about this with any seriousness at all. I have. And I'll I'll bring that up next time. I will. Because we've got 25 seconds left of this episode. Hey, Joe, it was nice talking to you today. It was a great topic of discussion because I think that we've shown that there's a lack of te- of integrity on both sides of the aisle. Um, no more so one side than the other. I think that we need to 
as a people, as, as one voice, try to come and stop this and bring some integrity back to the, the, the most integrity-filled persons we're supposed to have in this country? These people are supposed to represent and be the best of us. Right, and I, I don't I, see Lauren Berber, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't see George DeSantos. I don't see Kathy Holcomb. I don't see uh, uh, what's her name, AOC, uh, Rashada Tlaib. I don't see any of these people representing the best values of America. Right, because the best values of America came from compromise. True came that. From coming True. together and not just trying to destroy one another, right? I mean, and that's the difference between 50, 60 years ago and today, I think, right? Everybody tried to help each other today. We're just trying to destroy each other. Winning without lying or cheating is also important. Well, I mean, that's, when was the last time we've had an honest politician? I'm not. I'm just saying that maybe that, somebody should do something about that, Joe. What do you that's, think? That's that's what integrity is, though. Is is also getting the integrity back in the elections. One hundred percent. We need to do that. We need to find. Uh, I think term limits, right? I I really do think term limits. But uh, you know what? We got to go. We're gonna. We can get down a whole rabbit hole with this crap right now. So hey, you guys, everybody, thank you very much for watching. Divided we stand. It was a great discussion tonight for Joe Aguirre. I am Jimmy J saying good night and God bless.